Section 1 of Global Trends 2030, Alternative Worlds. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Patrick McAfee, Merritt Island. Global Trends 2030, Alternative Worlds by National Intelligence Council. Section 1. Introduction The backdrop for A Tale of Two Cities was the French Revolution and dawn of the Industrial Age. We are living through a similar transformative period in which the breadth and scope of possible developments, both good and bad, are equal to, if not greater than, the aftermath of the political and economic revolutions of the late 18th century. Quote, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the spring of hope. It was the winter of despair. We were all going direct to heaven. We were all going direct the other way. End quote. Charles Dickens, A Tale of Two Cities. It took Britain 155 years to double GDP per capita with about 9 million people in 1870. The U.S. and Germany took between 30 and 60 years, with a few tens of million people. But India and China are doing this at a scale and pace not seen before. 100 times the people than Britain, and in one-tenth the time. By 2030, Asia will be well on its way to returning to being the world's powerhouse, just as it was before 1500. The world has been transformed in other ways. By 2030, majorities in most countries will be middle class, not poor, which has been the condition of most people throughout human history. Global population in urban areas is expanding quickly. Every year, 65 million people are added to the world's urban population, equivalent to adding seven cities the size of Chicago, or five the size of London, annually. And the pace of technological change will accelerate. Absorption of new technologies by Americans has become much more rapid. The absorption rate in developing states is also quickening, allowing these states to leapfrog stages of development that advanced economies had to pass through. Introduction this report is intended to stimulate thinking about this rapid, vast array of geopolitical, economic, and technological changes transforming our world today and their potential trajectories over the next 15 to 20 years. We begin by identifying what we see as the most important megatrends of our transforming world. Individual empowerment, the diffusion of power to multifaceted networks and from west to east and south. Demographic patterns highlighted by aging populations and exploding middle classes and natural resource challenges. These megatrends are knowable. By themselves, they point to a transformed world, but the world could transform itself in radically different ways. We are heading into uncharted waters. We contend that the megatrends are interacting with six variables or game changers that will determine 
what kind of transformed world we will inhabit in 2030. These game changers, questions about the global economy, national and global governance, the nature of conflict, regional spillover, advancing technologies, and the United States' role in the international arena are the raw elements that could sow the seeds of global disruption or incredible advances. Based on what we know about the megatrends and by positing the possible interactions between the megatrends and the game changers, we envision four potential worlds. At the end of the spectrum is a stalled engines world in which the risks of interstate conflict increase and the U.S. retrenches. At the other extreme is a newly rebalanced and fused world in which social, economic, technological, and political progress is widespread. In the middle are two other possibilities, a genie-out-of-the-bottle world in which inequalities dominate or a non-state world in which non-state actors flourish both for good and ill. None of these outcomes is inevitable. The future world order will be shaped by human agency as much as unfolding trends and unanticipated events. In describing potential futures, we identify inflection points as well as opportunities and risks to help readers think about strategies for influencing the world's trajectory. Quote, these game changers are the raw elements that could sow the seeds of global disruption or incredible advances, end quote. In looking out 15 to 20 years, we have sought not to be overly influenced by what has been in the West, at least a gloomy outlook resulting from the 2008 financial crisis. Rather, we have taken a broad view of global developments at this historical juncture and of the forces that are working to sway them in one direction or another. As with the NICS previous global trends reports, we do not seek to predict the future, an impossible feat, but instead provide a framework for thinking about potential outcomes, their implications, and opportunities to influence the course of events. International Reactions to Global Trends 2030 we met with experts in nearly 20 countries on five continents to solicit reactions to the initial draft of Global Trends 2030. Governmental and non-governmental institutions in several of the countries we visited also have undertaken similar studies. Thus, we took the opportunity to gain a better understanding of how others view the future. Obviously, it would be impossible to capture all the reactions to our very wide-ranging draft covering a large number of topics. However, a number of common themes surfaced from the numerous discussions. Too much optimism? To many, the draft appeared too optimistic about likely progress from trends like individual empowerment and technological advances. One critic stated, quote, I am puzzled about your optimistic view on the internet because on one side the internet could carry irrational things, not only ideology, but crazy cults, end quote.
One participant said that, quote, we tend to think that when people have access to more goods and services, they will calm down. But when they have more, they have rising expectations. New generations do not have the patient to work for 20 to 30 years to get rich, so they will be destructive, end quote. Quote, the world looks more like Hobbes than Kant, end quote. Many felt that the initial draft did not adequately address identity politics. One reviewer opined, quote, individual power could be balanced by collective empowerment, end quote. Another said, quote, the growing rise of the politics of identity leads to fragmentation within states. This does not lead to convergence of values because the politics of identity is to differ with others rather than find common ground, end quote. Another thought that, quote, religious obscurantism, sectarianism, and strife could throw entire regions to the past, end quote. Commenting on the section in the work about social media expanding the roles of Muslim women, one participant stated, quote, Muslim women who learn to read will read the Quran, not the Bill of Rights, end quote. Arab Spring. Some Chinese analysts saw the Arab Spring, quote, as the beginning of a very chaotic period and disorder, including unintended consequences, end quote. For Russian analysts, the emerging strategic environment was not just multipolar, but also multi-civilization. Our Russian interlocutors expressed concern about the potential for increased global instability created by extremists in the, quote, Muslim civilization, end quote. Our UAE interlocutors thought there was no such thing as a, quote, moderate jihadist, end quote, and some doubted whether the Arab uprisings would lead to democracy even over the longer term. Consumerism run amok? Most everyone agreed that the rising middle classes were a key megatrend with momentous implications. However, some participants, such as those from Brazil, cited the likely environmental stresses from growing resource consumption by the middle classes. One saw an ecological disaster happening simultaneously with the rise of the middle classes. China. China was a key theme in all of the discussions, as much outside China as inside. Some thought the initial text emphasized the country too much, but others wanted an even more fulsome treatment, seeing China as its own game changer. For some Chinese analysts, quote, it is the best of times and the worst of times in China. Corruption is at its worst. In 2030, the situation will be better, including in political reform, end quote. African analysts also said that, quote, as Africans, we need to decide what we want from China and be strategic, not leave it to them to set the rules of engagement, end quote. Indian analysts worried about their own position as the economic and technological gap with China widens. 
Most agreed with the point made in the text that the U.S.-China relationship is perhaps the most important bilateral tie shaping the future. Future of Europe More than in reviews of previous global trends works, Europe was a lively topic for discussion. The Russians saw an even greater need for partnership with Europe and stronger U.S.-Russian ties to ward off growing instability. Many European interlocutors saw fragmentation as summing up Europe's future, while some European businessmen stressed the likelihood of fiscal integration and the continued importance of transatlantic economic ties to the global economy. Outside of Europe, participants raised the possibility of decline, with many in Africa worrying that Europe's decline would lead to too much dependence on China and other emerging powers. Ambivalence toward the U.S. Many saw the need for a strong power like U.S. to uphold the international system, according to some of our Russian interlocutors. Quote, the U.S. never will stop being a world superpower guaranteeing the world order. There will not be isolationism. End quote. Nevertheless, some disputed whether the U.S. had been a good security provider. Quote, the U.S. has been the instigator of conflicts like Iraq, and the U.S. has been involved in more wars since World War II than anyone else. End quote. The governance gap. The need for better leadership and governance was a universal theme, with most analysts bemoaning the lack of it in their regions. Quote, the state is becoming bigger everywhere, but less capable and powerful. End quote. Some Chinese saw major disruptions. Quote, if there is no global governance in 2030, we will still need to satisfy our economy with resources. As there is no global governance mechanism, it could be a crisis, end quote. Increasing risk of conflicts. Participants worried that the number of conflicts could increase in the future. Some Russian analysts noted that future conflict will be characterized by new areas of military potential, including cyber weapons, the militarization of space, a precision global strike capability, and non-nuclear anti-ballistic missile defenses. Many anticipated further nuclear proliferation and questioned whether stable multipolar nuclear deterrence would be achieved. Indian analysts talked about the need to think about a, quote, new extended commons, end quote, which would include cyberspace, outer space, and maritime space. Our African interlocutors particularly worried about climate change creating new social and economic tensions that could flare into civil conflict. Continuity as well as change in the international system. Most saw momentous historic changes underway sharing our view that the rapid change makes it difficult to forecast the future in the international system in 2030. One expert succinctly commented, quote, 
Old is gone, new is not here yet, end quote. Many worried about a, quote, chaotic situation in the future for the international system, which would no longer be rules-based, but interests-based, end quote. However, a number saw some continuity. As one said, quote, we think the system of international relations will be more polycentric, although with the same hierarchy of powers, end quote. Our Chinese interlocutors stressed that it would take decades for China to catch up to the U.S. China will not be the United States, quote, peer competitor, end quote, in 2030. Most agreed that non-state actors were gaining power, but some disputed whether they will ever come close to wielding as much power as governments. End of section one. Recording by Patrick McAfee, Merritt Island.